Hello and happy Sunday to everybody. I hope that everybody has had a great weekend and holiday. Today I wanted to talk about traumas. So this week for me has been filled with a lot of trauma, my own, other people's, um, just a lot of stuff kind of just fucking going around um, when it comes to people battling their own demons, you know? And I feel like a lot of the times we forget that we are not here to live the lives of other people. And while some of us have assumed the identity and the role of, you know, I guess way showers or, you know, people that guide other people, it's important to realize that concept of you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And that doesn't mean that you abandon people, right? You know, like some people are just like, well, you know, I can't help you, so I'm going to (laughs) leave. And while that's not always necessary, um, I feel like that's probably necessary in really extreme cases, right? Um, We have to realize that traumas, especially those belonging to other people, are very deep, you know? You consider your own traumas, right? Um, A lot of us have traumas that span over decades, Um, you know, just decades deep of pain that we have not faced yet, that we haven't come into accord with, that we haven't decided to make peace with, right? And a lot of you would probably think, oh, well, it's not that easy to just, you know, shake hands with your trauma and just be like, okay, bye, I'm going to be happy now. But sometimes it is. You know, I really am a firm believer that things are only as hard as we make them. But being aware of the fact that other people's traumas are not your own to bear. You can remain compassionate with people without taking on their trauma. You see, I've come to a point in my life where I'm very much very much happy with where I'm at right now. I feel a lot of contentment um, with my state. And this is considering that I had just my absolute heart beating the shit out of, you know. And I realize, you know, in heartbreak, and heartbreak comes in many forms, right? I realize that in my heartbreak that Yes, I can identify that I'm in a lot of pain, right? That I'm in a state of mourning. While there's a lot of uncertainty and all of that, I don't feel like I've lost a part of my identity, which in the past, you know, I've assumed heartbreak and trauma as a part of my identity. And I think it's really important to do that soul searching within yourself And realize that your trauma is not your identity. It's an experience that you go through that's supposed to make you grow 
in a way, you know, and as grotesque as some of our traumas may be, it doesn't change the fact that it alters our perception in a way that makes us more prepared for things that we may not realize we're going to face in the future. And I think that that's really important to realize. And sometimes that concept seems very, it seems too large to chew apart. Um, but consider it in bite-sized pieces, right? Your trauma or our traumas, right? We carry along with us like our identities, So it becomes everything we know about ourselves, right? Our traumas cause things, certain anxieties, right? Our traumas cause certain anxieties within us that can't, let's see, they create things within us that become a way that we describe ourselves. You know, like my traumas in the past have caused me a lot of anxiety and that became like oh yeah no you know I can't do x y and z because of this right and really what I was saying is like okay I had this experience that I refused to let go so now it's becoming a part of me like it's my fucking child (laughs) and although I can't sit here and say that that's a bad thing right because all our All of our experiences are our own. I think that you can take as much time as you need to use that as an identity, right? But I wouldn't advise that as the best course of action to reach what we all want, right? At the end of the day, we're all searching for happiness in one form or another. And, you know, happiness, like almost everything in this world that's opinion-based is subjective, right? Some people consider happiness a family. Some people consider happiness um, large amounts of wealth, right? Some people consider happiness having a roof over their head, right? You know, so it's okay to carry your trauma as, you know, an identity, but only if you realize that you're carrying it as your identity, It's not really who you are, right? You know, you can go down the list of how you describe yourself and typically all the negative things that you describe yourself as are typically the traumas that you're personifying, right? So I have anxiety, I'm difficult, I'm argumentative, I'm X, Y, and Z. You know, use all of those negative things, right? Those negative things are more often than not, your traumas that you are creating an identity around, right? You're turning it into yourself. And then look at the other side of the spectrum of all the positive things, right? You know, I'm ambitious, I'm hardworking, I'm loving, I'm, mm, let's see, any anything, anything positive, right? Go down that list. And I really urge everybody to do that practice, you know, right? Write a list down of all the negative things you think about yourself, you know, uh, trait-wise, right? I'm not telling you to write out what you think, you know. (laughs) You know, some people, I think I'm fat. I think I'm this. But, you know, even then, you know, that could be also tied to a trauma, right? Anything negative that you think of yourself, 
put on a list, right? And as you're writing out that list, you're going to notice that almost everything on that list is tied to a trauma. It's tied to something in your past that you held on to, right? And then go on the other side of the spectrum of all the positive things about yourself and look at the difference of how you cultivated the positive aspects of yourself versus the negative aspects of yourself. And just think on that for a second, right? So trauma is something that we carry around like a bag of bricks and each passing year, if we choose to never get into accord with our traumas, that bag gets heavier and heavier and it weighs in on us, you know, in different ways, right? So it, if, if the bag gets heavy enough, it manifests in ways of illness and disease, right? Because you're carrying around this, you know, this bag of waste, right? Trauma, carrying around the traits of trauma um, is like carrying around a bag of waste, you know, after a certain while carrying it with you, sleep, having it sleep with you, having it eat with you, it's going to start poisoning you, right? So to speak. And obviously, I don't think anybody wants to willingly poison themselves. But that's what it does to you over time. And going back to the whole thought process of you can't carry other people's trauma. You can't carry other people's trauma. You can't fix other people's trauma. You might be a building block within their life that may help them realize that they have a trauma and that might be something that they feel they get to work on, right? So you might be kind of the, the, the force that gets them on the trajectory of repairing themselves, but you can't do it for them. And I'm talking to all of you people out there that really want to fix people. And that was me in the past, right? You, wanna, you want to help somebody because you see all of the things they could be. You see all of the things that they could embody because you clearly have this this view it's almost like you can see it right in front of you like any object like your phone right it's almost like you can see it as clear as day you see all the potential in their life if they were able to clean up their trauma right and it could be in a romantic way it could be in a friend way you know in any way you can see this vision clearly and as a person that wants to fix people right? You want to help move them along quicker, but that doesn't help people. You can't rush somebody's soul searching and you can't rush somebody's journey of healing their traumas. You can be there for them, right? While they're on this journey, should they want you there, but you can't force somebody through their journey, right? It's almost like you're robbing them of the experience of hard work, right? You know, it's like, it's, it's just, it's not beneficial for them. And although 
you might want to fast forward, you know, the task like you're in Sims. You have to try to try to risk. You just can't do it. <laughs> That's the only way that I can that I can word that. You just you shouldn't. Because it doesn't benefit them and then it doesn't benefit you. Because I know for a lot of people that are fixers, right? That want to be Bob the Builder. When they dedicate their lives to trying to force people through the journey of solving their traumas, they also end out poisoning themselves with somebody else's trauma. And instead of it being, you know, a long-term poisoning with their own trauma, it turns into a more toxic situation because it's somebody else's trauma, right? And you notice when you're going through a toxic situation, you feel like fatigued. You almost feel like your soul is sick, if that makes sense, right? Because it's not like your body's sick, but sometimes it can manifest in that way. You feel just like shit, You're in a fucking bad mood. You feel um, irritated. You feel fatigued. You don't feel motivated to do anything because all of your attention is directed towards somebody else's trauma. And you, you just, you can't meddle in somebody else's trauma. When you're solving your own traumas, I'm pretty sure the last thing that you want is somebody trying to force you through your journey. Like when you're trying to be sad, right? And I always tell my friends this, if you're feeling sad, feel sad. If you want to be sad, right? And then somebody comes in and they open the windows and they're just like, oh, okay, I need to force you out of your house. I need to force you out of the situation because I need to force you to hurry up and not be sad. And while to them, it might seem like a kind gesture to you, it feels like an invasion of something that you're trying to work through within. And sure, you know, sometimes we might want that intervention if we feel stuck. That's why I say, you know, it takes some time to get through these things, right? And we need to recognize the signs of non-movement and trying not to stay in one position of emotion too long. But if somebody is intruding in your, you know, trauma accord journey, it feels very invasive. It feels very fucked up. You know? And with that thought, try to wrap your mind around, you know, being, and I can't stress this enough, I feel like I've said it in almost every single podcast that I've done now, remaining compassionate with those around you. Being considerate of how somebody might be feeling you don't need to put your emotion into it unless you really feel like it's necessary but you can remain compassionate and you can remain an observer to a situation without becoming involved and giving your own emotional energy to it and that's pretty much all I feel I needed to convey to everybody today and I'm going to leave you with this thought it's going to be okay no matter what you're going through realize that it's going to be okay 
Even if it's not right now, it's going to be. Life is a game and a journey, uh, a quest to explore, trying new things, taking a left turn when, you ov- when you've always went right, and discovering a new portion of life that you haven't lived yet. Realize that no matter what, it's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel like it now. Hold on to the thought process that no matter what, it's going to be okay. I love you guys. I hope you all have an amazing Sunday and be safe out there. There is a nasty cold going around that everybody in my house is afflicted with and uh, I'll see you guys next Sunday.